0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. Brent reached a high of over $86 per barrel last week after Saudi Arabia announced that its additional voluntary cuts had been extended. Why have the Saudis done this and how significant is the move?
1: Well, Saudi Arabia announced this news on, on Thursday. Um, and so the additional voluntary cuts for a million barrels per day which they initially said would apply just for the month of July. And then they extended it to run through this month that had been due to end at the end of this month. They have announced that that will continue for another month. uh, So throughout September. Now, in the uh, couple of days ahead of that, Brent had come off recent highs of around 86 as it had been following stocks lower. And in fact, uh, had it got quite close to $82 per barrel at one point. So after the news, Brent rallied quite sharply. In fact, it went up to $86.65 per barrel on Friday. And uh, I've seen it turning slightly higher than that earlier this morning. Um, So that's quite a jump up from 82. Clearly, it's not taking Brent that far above recent highs before that announcement. So I think really that suggests the market was expecting this extension. And indeed, if the Saudis hadn't rolled over the cuts, then uh, the market could very well have sold off. And of course, that. Uh, perhaps explains why they did this also because this has made the market relatively tight they've been able to increase their official selling prices which is the premium that they charge consumers over the benchmark prices it's an additional spread on top of the benchmark prices um so i think the lost production due to the additional cuts is probably paying it for itself in terms of maintaining those higher benchmark prices and a higher selling price on top of that. So I think overall, this cut actually works out relatively well for the Saudis, because I think if they hadn't got these cuts in place now, then rather than trading in the mid-80s, Brent would be probably in mid-70s or maybe in, in, in the low 70s even. So it does make sense for the Saudis economically. Now, in terms of what this move means for the sort of broader picture of the market, well, this High 80s area is is a key technical level for Brent. Uh, we've seen Brent rally up to these kind of levels and uh, fail to go higher uh, a number of times since uh, Brent first fell through $90 per barrel going back to November last year. So we had a high of. Uh, in April, we had a high of 89 in January, we had 89.40 in December, just to give a flavour of that. So the big question now is, can Brent push up through that sort of high 80s level, perhaps get into the 90s?
0: There was a record fall on US crude inventories last week. What does this tell us about the state of the physical market?
1: Well, yes, there was a 17 million barrel fall during the week ending the 28th of July, which is an enormous shift. But I think it's worth noting that crude inventories, notwithstanding that, are at around average levels for the time of year. So the overall picture is not necessarily changed by this number. There have also been some question marks over the fall, over the composition of, of this change, because a lot of it came from uh, an adjustment number that exists in the makeup of this change in, in the data produced by the U.S. Uh, Energy Information Administration. Um, it's not clear why that adjustment was so large. So, so there's a little bit of skepticism about it f- from that point of view. So I think overall, we shouldn't really read too much in, in one number. Uh, and indeed, the market actually ended up uh, lower on, on the day that, that this, this announcement came out.
0: And European gas and electricity prices have been rising from the lows of the end of last month. Why is that?
1: Well, it's really back to um, uh, maintenance in the North Sea again. And uh, there was an unplanned outage at the Norwegian Troll oil and gas field, which is curtailing supplies. And that, that's not the, the only one. So that is reducing output. Um, there's nothing like the degree of disruption that was experienced in, in, in July. Now, while prices in Europe have been increasing, they're still below asian prices and so cargoes of lng that might have come to europe are tending to be diverted to asia to take advantage of those higher prices Uh, and that means that the the market here is very sensitive to fluctuations in in local production it's possible as we go into next month that the inflows of lng to europe may slow down even further as the owners of those cargoes sort of keep them waiting offshore, hoping the prices are going to rise as we run up into the heating season. But in spite of all of this, gas in storage continues to build. It's now about 87% full across Europe, which is unusually high for the time of year. And I think that's going to continue to generally put pressure on short-dated gas and electricity prices over the coming weeks.
0: Thank you, Kallem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's weekly energy update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investtech.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.